0: Welcome to the Destined for Success podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and this podcast used to be called New Manager Media, Manage Right from the Start. Many of the concepts are the same, but there's a little shift. There's a shift because I know we are all destined for success. And I want to help you find the fastest, smoothest way to reach your highest best as quickly as possible. Join me in today's episode where you're going to come up with new ways to build your skills and influence others to make the impact you desire to make. I look forward to connecting with you soon. to Destined for Success. I'm your host Jennifer Takagi and today I want to talk about Change Revisited. Change Revisited. Last week we had Drusella on the show and she was talking about diversity in action. She is creating a global movement. Now I've worked with several coaches and they've asked me, what's your mission? What movement do you want to create? I'm not that clear just yet. But what I do know is that many of us think that we have an open mind. Uh, Any of you on here ever watched uh, All in the Family with Archie Bunker? He was the epitome of a fixed mindset. This is the way it's always been. This is the way it's going to be. You think you have an open mindset, but do you? I think I have an open mindset, but do I? These are questions that we have to ask ourselves on a regular basis so we can figure out where we are in the world and if we want to be here. I've had conversations with people and it it went kind of like this. I don't know why we need to change. We're just changing for the sake of change. Typically not. Typically not. Typically there's a catalyst for why we are changing, why something is happening, but we don't always understand the why. We don't ask the right questions of the right people to get the answer. So with an open mind, as soon as somebody says something is going to change. I don't care if you saw it on the news on social media at work your boss said there's gonna be a change you heard it at lunch people talking behind you saying something about a change was coming what is your initial gut reaction what's your gut reaction there are some people who really and truly embrace change they embrace it they're like great let's throw everything away and start over you know those people they're very creative they have very open minds i had someone explain it to me one time she goes i have a great idea that everybody needs to build a new monster like as soon as something comes up that something's not working right and we need change i am ready to build the monster And then she walks away because she's not very (laughs) detail-oriented. She's not going to build it. She wants everybody else to build it. There are other people on the other end of the spectrum that say, no, absolutely not. They are total and complete rule followers. We are not going to make any changes. We need to consider all of the ramifications. We're not going to do it. Then you have the people in the middle. And the people in the middle can fall on either side of that also. One group in the middle are like, I love the idea that you wanna change everything, but let's just weigh it out a little bit. There's the other side that says, yes, I'm totally opposed to this change, but maybe we can look at it as a possibility. We all have our natural responses to change, and I'm actually a certified change style indicator facilitator, facilitator. And we can actually take a test and see where we fall on that spectrum. Are we originator, uh, oh wait, oh, now I just drew a blank on what it's called. Originator, pragmatist, or something else that means I'm rigid in the rules. I just drew a blank. And we can see where people fall on the spectrum. And the thing is, you're everything. You are everything and you should not get in a fixed mindset that I'm this way or that way because you're all of it depending on the situation, the circumstances, and how the information is presented. But are you operating in today's world with a much more fixed mindset or not? I like to equate it to, I don't want to go back to a Big Chief tablet and a number two pencil. Number one, I write a whole lot better with a little bit narrower lines. I like the College Rule Spiral Notebooks, FYI. Also, I don't really like a number two pencil. I like a number three because I hold a pencil like I'm hanging on for dear life. And if I have a number two, I smush it. So I need a number three. It's a little bit harder and it can hold up to my aggressive holding of that pencil. I don't want it. I don't want to go back to the days where we had humongous laptops that were so heavy. Oh, better yet, I don't want to go back to those big old towers that were under the desk that you kept kicking all the time. Yeah, no, I don't want to go back to that. I don't want to go back to having a text typing, a a a to get the letter c or actually i guess it's the number two 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 to get c to type out a text message i was probably one of the last people in my whole friend group to start texting and guess what my cute husband did he went out and got me one of those slide phones that had an actual keyboard yeah yeah because he knew i didn't really like texting now i'm kind of a wizard at it and i'm really good and i got on it But I was late. I was totally late getting on to the bandwagon of texting. Most of us can't live without it now. Right? Most of us are in it. So when you hear something is going to change, instead of immediately going to all the problems with it, take a few breaths and step back and consider the possibilities. The possibilities of why the change needs to occur and how you can benefit from it. If you're working within an organization, how can you support leadership in implementing the change? Because it's coming, people. (laughs) It's coming. How can you be a catalyst for it and help move it forward rather than dragging it all in? I've often been told that, oh man, it's going to take a miracle. It's going to take a miracle. And a lot of people think the last miracles that happened were in the Bible. <laughs> like the last miracle was when Jesus rose from the dead. A miracle is a change in your perspective. A change in your perspective. Marianne Williamson wrote, uh, she's written a lot, but one of her books was something like A Course in Miracles or Information about A Course of Miracles, look it up. You can find it. Marianne Williamson, brilliant woman. And she talks a lot about the change in perspective. So if you're upset with somebody or something or how it's working, you can stop and be still. So rule number one is you can't get great messages And think things through if there's a lot of chaos and noise going on around you. Like, I am in my house in silence most of the time. Like, it's quiet around here. I was at an event and everybody was talking around me. And then they said, oh, Jennifer, did you do the work? And I'm like, hell no, I didn't do the work. I can't think. There's too much happening around me. I cannot do this. It doesn't happen for me. I need it quiet. But guess what? When you're quiet... That's when the messages come. That's when you can see the change in perspective. So you can ask yourself as you're sitting quietly, is there another way I can view this so that I can gain more information? So I can understand it more fully. Your subconscious is so brilliant. It's brilliant beyond any measure that you have, that I have, that we have. So before you go to bed, ask yourself the question, be curious. Is there another way that I could be looking at this that would be more beneficial for me and everyone involved? let your subconscious go to work overnight it loves to solve problems it loves to come up with brilliant ideas i used to be in a trig algebra three class in high school and let me tell you that was way above my capabilities how i even signed up for that class god only knows because i don't i just signed up for the next class and guess what i found out ha 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 i didn't even need it to graduate i didn't even need it But I would go in for help in the morning and in the afternoon every single day. The teacher was so nice. She would help me and help me and help me. And I would go to bed after studying and studying and practicing, practicing. And I'd wake up the next morning and go, "Ah, I got it. I know what to do. And I'd go take the test. I'd make a B. I always wanted an A. I always made a B. Because I I couldn't really get it ingrained before we moved on to the next thing. Like, give me one more day and I would have gotten it. But I had studied that stuff all evening. So when I went to bed, my brain was still working on it. So just ask the question, be curious. What if I were more open minded about this? What if there were another solution? What if my perspective about this shifted just a tiny bit? I'm not saying throw out the baby with the bathwater. I'm saying a tiny shift, a tiny shift. And the third point that I want to point out is when you quit learning, you quit living. I'm going to say it again. When you quit learning, you quit living. There is something new to learn, to explore, to be curious about every single day. What if you woke up in the morning and asked yourself, What's one thing I can learn today? It can be simple, it can be little. I was listening to an audiobook, and the author said something about he would write something and then he would change the font to bigger so he could read it while he was on a call. And then he had to remember to go back and make it smaller so that he didn't send the email out or the document out, you know, in a 30 point font. And one of the tech people came in and said, did you know that you can just click over here and you can zoom in on the on the page instead of changing the font? And the man was like, wow, that's like a game changer for me. It accomplished the same thing The print was bigger. He could read it more easily, but he didn't have to go through multiple steps to change it back to a different size. I was on the phone with a client and we were actually going to do a zoom interview uh, for the podcast. It's coming out soon. I'm not going to tell you anything else about it coming out soon. And she said, I need to enlarge this so I can read it. And I was so happy. I knew how to do it for myself but had I not been listening to that book, because I love audiobooks, had I not been listening to that book, I might not have remembered specifically how to tell somebody else. So keep learning, keep learning, keep being curious. Diversity is with us. We are all different. We all came from a little bit different backgrounds, even if it looks like it's the same, I promise it's not. Be open and receptive to other people. You have the choice to shift from a closed mindset, a fixed mindset to a totally open one where you are ready to look for the miracles, look for the shifts and keep learning. So my ask of you today, like, subscribe and share the podcast. Leave a comment if you liked it, leave a review. If not, go leave a bad review on somebody else's, but not mine. I'm Jennifer Takagi, and I look forward to connecting with you soon. Thank you for taking your time to spend with me on this latest podcast of Destined for Success. Please take a moment to leave a review, share it with a friend, and subscribe. And get the newest episodes every Monday morning. I'm Jennifer Takagi, and I look forward to connecting with you soon.